0: welcome back everybody this is the prepared mindset podcast and a little little new feel new sound right new intro here uh, same great podcast you guys are all used to and if you're listening I mean at the time we drop this then happy Easter to you all and thank you for taking the time out of your holiday to uh, hear what I have to say you know um, I feel like these uh, sit rep episodes are I feel like they're important, you know, just to get some uh, some thoughts out there, right? Some perspective out there on current events, current issues, things like that. Um, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but, I, you know, I, I think that uh, at least putting the information out, at least having the discussion or opening the door for the discussion is really, really important. And one of the things that uh, as we kind of look to turn this corner here ourselves at the Prepared Mindset with some, you know, changes to what we're doing and bringing Josh in uh, to make him, uh, you know, a more permanent fixture and things like that as a uh, as a co-host and things is that, um, you know, we want to have these discussions. We want to put this information out there and get the feedback, you know, hey, how do you feel about this? What are your thoughts on that? That sort of thing. I think that that kind of healthy discussion and, and uh, and or at least inviting that kind of healthy discussion is something we sorely need in this space and in this community. And I think that the more that we do it, the more that we can all be more open-minded and welcoming of such, uh, input, even I would say, especially if it is, if it's feedback, if it's input that we don't agree with, <clears throat> then we will be better for it. It doesn't mean you have to agree with everybody. It just means, um, have the discussion. Can't support your point. You know, maybe that helps you realize that you either, A, you need to be better educated. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that just because you can't win an argument doesn't mean that you're not um, correct or validated in your beliefs or your ideas, right? Maybe it just means, hey, I need to have more information on this. Because truthfully, what we're trying to do here, right, is kind of win this battle of hearts and minds uh, when it comes to gun rights and, uh, and even, you know, steps further, right, culture and things like that. So it's very important, and uh, we're certainly going to get into a few things, uh, you know, this episode that I'm sure will get everybody thinking and talking. But uh, before I, I get into, you know, my thoughts, what I want to talk about today, we are a sponsored podcast. Um, being sponsored is something that I feel incredibly uh, fortunate and blessed for. You know, um, we have some really, really outstanding industry partners that are are willing to uh, support us and and back us and and help keep things running here at the Prepared Mindset. So, you know, we always want to say thank you every time we have an episode, uh, but you know, today being Easter Sunday, a time of this recording, I feel like it's just even more important that I say thank you and talk about how grateful we are to work with some of these just awesome companies that believe in the same things that we do here at Prepared Mindset. So, without any, any further hullabaloo from me, I'm going to say thank you to our presenting sponsors. First is Midwest Gunworks. Guys, check out MidwestGunworks.com. If you're looking to build a rifle, if you're looking to buy a firearm of some variety, whether it's a shotgun, a handgun, an AR, MidwestGunworks.com. Your one-stop shop for full firearms, parts and pieces, right? You need a barrel or an upper or lower bolt carrier or something like that. Maybe you're looking to swap out some furniture on it. They have you guys covered. You can even use discount code PREPAREDMINDSET to save 5% off of your order. Head on over, check out midwestgunworks.com, grab some magazines, lights, optics. They even stock Edgar Sherman Design Slings now as well. Great company, been around since 1997. You guys, go check it out. See if you can pick up what you're looking for. Grab some some upgrades. I know I picked up, uh, you know, uh, buffer kit, Guisly buffer, spring, and buffer, you know, to help with my ejection issues. Uh, you know, obviously they carry Surefire lights. Great, great place. Again, MidwestGunWorks.com. Discount code is PreparedMindset for five percent off. Also, a big, big thank you to the team over at 100 Concepts. Jonah, Garrett, and Pierce, thank you so much for everything that you guys do to support us. And you guys should head on over to 100concepts.com and support everything they're doing for you and the community. Guys, their motto is do good, be dangerous, and live free. These are the kinds of companies that I feel especially grateful to have in our community, but even more so to have their support. If you guys don't have any idea who 100 Concepts is, you really should go check them out. I know they've been in videos for grand thumb now, they've been featured on websites like Big Techs and, and Warrior Poet Society, they make outstanding light caps that everybody, it seems, <clears throat> is now using and recommending. Their scope caps, which have really, really come on, especially with that uh, Arctic Survival video that Grand Thumb did. Really, really simple, but very effective, and even more importantly, affordable options to help you guys be more effective out there in the real world. Their pack and helmet scrim options are fantastic. They just dropped their uh, multicam uh, Tropic uh, pattern, so you guys can go pick up some of that stuff. They have light kits and light refills, all kinds of good stuff, and I actually just got my hands on a Rain 3.0 from Cloud Defensive, and the guys over at 100 Concepts have them in stock. Head over to 100concepts.com, support a fantastic company, and pick up some new gear while you're at it. Also, certainly a big thank you to LARP Labs. Guys, if you're looking into painting your rifle, you're not sure on colors, you're not sure on patterns, hell, maybe if you need to paint and repaint your rifle, because the seasons, wherever you're at, change every three weeks like they do here in Michigan, and you don't want to repaint your optics, you don't want to repaint your flashlights, head on over to LARP Labs.com. Check out these awesome computer-cut vinyls made out of 3M durable vinyl, just like they use on professional rock crawlers, right? This stuff is Real, real rugged. And you guys, this stuff has a three-year outdoor life. There's no sticky residue. It doesn't peel. It's not going to roll on the edges. It's not just a sticker. It's an actual vinyl wrap that's going to help with your camouflage. And in addition to all that, you can head over to larplabs.com. Discount code prepared mindset is going to save you guys 10% off your order. Grab a couple. Try out some different patterns. Try out some different camouflages. Hey, maybe solid green works for you. Hey, I like tiger stripe because a lot of my gear is ranger green and black all kinds of options out there, all kinds of patterns, all kinds of colors, and John is always adding more to his library. They got you covered for your handheld lights, your weapon lights, optics, uh, PVS-14, lasers, and it's only getting better. Again, larplabs.com, discount code preparedmindset is going to save you 10% off your order. Head on over, check it out, and pick you up some today. And certainly, last but Definitely not least here is our friends over at Active Carry. Guys, medical components are important. They may be the most important piece of kit that you carry with you day in, day out, on your kit, off your kit, whatever have you. Head on over to Active Carry Tech. That's T E C, no H. ActiveCarryTech.com. And you can use discount code PMP10 to save 10% off when you're heading over to pick up one of their Blazer I kits, one of their Gamma kits. Maybe you just need a CAT tourniquet, right? You can head over to the site, pick that up, pop in PMP10, save 10% off of your order there. They also have their Breacher Dangler kit. If you're looking for something for EDC, something slim, light, concealable, and easy, check out their Guardian Ankle kit. And if you still, through all of that, cannot find what you're looking for, they have a custom kit builder tool, which is super awesome. And on top of all of that, you guys, Active Carry has come out in the last month or two here and stated they are bringing on as many American made uh, pieces and components, excuse me, as many American made components as possible for their online store. They're getting the Chinese foreign made crap out of there as much as they can right? And supporting American businesses while still bringing you guys the great tools and resources you need. If you guys think that you're squared away with medical because you got a bunch of gauze and you got a tourniquet, it's not right. It's not enough. And some of this stuff has shelf lives. Head on over to activecarrytech.com. See what they got. Pick yourself up a kit. Make sure you got one for the car. Make sure you got one for the house. And make sure you're carrying shit on you. Plate carrier, all that good stuff. Battle belt. You need to have med. Again, discount code PMP10 is going to save you 10% off. Okay, so today is Easter Sunday. And for a lot of us, most of us, I hope anyway, right? It is a time to get together with family. Maybe yesterday was too. Um, I know I spent several hours yesterday with family, uh, just connecting, you know, um, spending some time together talking about the Detroit Lions, talking um, I think we got into politics a bit, talking about business, talking about the world, talking about life. It's good. It's healthy, you know, and that's I think probably one of one of the most beneficial and impactful parts of just the fact that we as a society have an accepted calendar of of holidays, right? And use that time, man. Leverage that time to unplug, right? To disconnect, to, you know, separate yourself from the outside world and social media. And I put a post about this up yesterday. There's so much undue stress and so much undue anxiety that we inflict upon ourselves purely because, you know, we as a society, we live on social media and it doesn't need to be that way. Should you you know, uh, keep in contact with friends and family, yes, and is social media the, the accepted medium by which we do that these days, yeah, it is, and I get it, but we don't just keep in touch with each other, and, you know, there's posts, and scrolling, and tapping, and messaging, and sharing, and then you got to share for your friend's business, and you got to share to promote this, and share to promote that, and then enter a raffle, and keep coming back, and tag 80 of your friends for, you know, 40 different uh entries into that raffle, and before you know it, right, our whole life is tied up into these screens and devices. And I should know, right, as somebody who runs uh, an Instagram page, that's content driven as somebody who runs a podcast, and as somebody, most importantly, and most specifically, who somebody who works a day job on a computer, like I, if I were to sit down and calculate how much of my life is spent in front of a screen, it's absolutely appalling. Take that time to disconnect, get off your phone, force yourself to get off your phone. That means you got to go lock the phone in the car. You got to lock it in a bedroom or set it someplace where you don't touch it. Like get out there and connect with family. There is a lot going on in this world. There's a lot. And when it comes down to it more often than not, you know, and I, I hope this is the case for you anyways, is the only people you can depend on. I mean, truthfully, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't it for you. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Maybe you have more people you can depend on than just your family. If you do, cool. You know, I'm happy for you. But when it really comes down to it, um, these people on, on social media, they don't really give a shit about you. You know, you can have some good friends. You can... Uh, have some great contacts. I certainly do. I have lots of people on social media that uh, I I converse with frequently, and uh, I'm very happy to to call friends and contacts, uh, and you know, and it's great. But if shit were to ever hit the fan, most of them I know would not. It, it wouldn't make a difference, you know, because if, if things were truly going bad, they're going to have to take care of themselves and their family and their immediate network first. That's kind of how this all works with your family, you're part of that by blood. So you're on their list. Whether you like it or not. I mean, and I've had this discussion, I go round and round with people on this, oh, well, fuck my family because this reason and they're a giant piece of shit and I don't want to deal with that and it's like, well, you know, I mean, if that's the way you feel, uh, then then fine. You know, I don't know that anything I'm going to say is going to fix, you know, 25 years of whatever got you to feeling it's feeling this way, right? But in most instances, that's going to be your first phone call. When something terrible in your life happens or something amazing in your life happens, right? Who are the first people you pick the phone up and call? It's usually your parents, your siblings, perhaps, right? Brothers, sisters. And then it's your friends and, and, you know, close friends, close relations and things like that. So it's my opinion, right, that it's very important to try and salvage and build these relationships, Um, you know, and I get it, uh, the last couple of years have not been easy for a lot of reasons. You know, maybe we spent too much time together. Maybe you didn't spend enough time together. Uh, maybe it's a combination of not spending or, or spending too much time together and the political atmosphere that has just driven people apart. You know, I've dealt with that certainly in my family and it, it can make for some uncomfortable interactions. Uh, I feel like we probably all have those family members, right. That just, we get together and they cannot help themselves; they cannot help themselves, but to just in the middle of conversation, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like where one topic kind of trails off, and one and, it, and one piece of the conversation sort of ends, and then you know, it's for me, it's a lot of times it's my dad. Hey, just you your buddy Trump is getting indicted. Hey, just you your buddy Trump's doing this, and it's it's like, well, why, you know, we were having a good time. We were having a good day. It's nice out You know, at least here in Michigan, we're actually possibly getting up to like 60 very sunny, clear skies. Just awesome, awesome weather for, for this holiday. Could be having a very, very good day, sharing a meal with each other. And then somebody has got to go and take it there. Or, you know, um, you have a family member who just can't help but start fights because, you know, that's you know, they, they, that's just the way they are. Their comments are delivered poorly, whether they're intended to or not, um, and it it leads to a fight with another family member. I mean, we all have those, right? Certain people just can't be in the same room together because they can't they can't interact. And you know, I think that the more you can do to kind of remedy those situations, and and let's even take that a step further, right? We can even say that that could be the same for people in the community here, the two A community you know, there are going to be people that absolutely irritate the shit. He was actually talking to a good friend of mine, Chris Blau, uh, you know, of 1911 syndicate messaging him and sharing some just, you know, thoughts and some screen clips and stuff. I'm like, Hey man, you know, this shit just drives me insane, man. You know, this guy, he kind of, there's, there, you know, there's people out there they they just kiss ass and they try and soak up the attention on social media. And that's, that's everything they have. And uh, you know, if they have a couple people that promote their shit, then some other people start to, to feel like that, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about, just because he hangs with some people that know what they're talking about. Um, and it's easy to let it get to you. But again, that's why, you know, I mean, the hell with social media, really. Uh, you know, these are these are not people that care about you. Real, I mean, really, you know, and that's, you know, the point of this all is why it's important to develop those intrapersonal relationships. You know, I'm building a, a small group of guys where I'm at when I get together and train and converse and everything and uh, meet each other's families and, and discover about each other and, and build those friendships and build those relationships aside from what we see on social media, actually getting to know people. It's something that we used to do all the time as a society up until about 2005 that was like the start of the end, you know, really when MySpace came out, I don't I remember I was like a sophomore, I think 2004, maybe, uh, you know, when I got on MySpace, and then, oh, you had your top, your top eight, you had your top 10, you had your top 15. So oh, you had your top, you know, whatever, 50 and you had to, you know, rank all your friends. And it's like, well, why did, you know, I remember I was dumb. I remember having those conversations with people too. Why did you put me behind this person and this person? And it was like, you know, like who the fuck cares, man? Like uh, you can you know, rank your fucking friends. And it's not like any of them had an actual numerical value, but you just, you know, read left to right and wherever order you were in, if you weren't the top friend, it was like, bro, what the fuck? Um, and that was the beginning of the end. That was, that started to become the most important thing for us socially, instead of actually having memories and going out and doing shit with each other. And um, now we're at a point where our relationships are more heavily built and steeped in You know, social media interactions than they are in social interactions. And, you know, building those relationships and mending those relationships. Here's the thing, um, and this is probably true with family. People now, today, due to how we act behind keyboards, right? And we talked about this uh, in my, you know, in last week's episode with Mike and Keith from the gun experiment. Um, people are now emboldened and empowered to say some absolutely just fucking rude shit. (coughs) Excuse me. Some just awful stuff to each other, to family even, because you're behind a keyboard. You'd probably never say it to their face or because you don't see them often because we spent three years being told that we shouldn't see each other, right? Almost three years, I mean, two and a half, whatever. Uh, being told that it's not safe to see each other and spend time together, you know. Oh well, I'll just say however the fuck I feel politically or otherwise. It's usually political. Unfortunately, that drives the news cycle. So that's what all these discussions end up being about. And you say just awful shit to each other, and you tear down, and you weaken, and you erode these relationships with people that are your family. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying that you have to love. You I mean. I'm not saying that you have to love everything that your family says to you or that your family has to have the same, everyone should have the same belief structure. What I'm saying is you have to find a way to deal with that. And we used to be a lot better at dealing with that. People that we, you know, we voted for different parties in the election. We believed in different things. Maybe some of we were even just different religions, right? Maybe somebody converted in the family from, you know, Catholicism to, you know, now they're Lutheran or they're, uh, you know, they're Jewish because they married somebody who was Jewish and and. that that makes them happy and and enriches their life. Uh, We really, really struggle uh, with acceptance of other people's life choices. And, um, you know, certainly there's no uh, lack of that in the, the 2A community, you know, I've seen lots of people give each other shit for what they spend their money on, who they go to train with, what kind of camouflage they want to wear, what kind of gear they think makes more sense uh, than the other, or why they don't run certain gear. and, And the arguments we get to, it's so fucking dumb. And they're people that we would have, in other circumstances, really considered to be friends. But, you know, you post something and Um, in some instances, it's somebody who's looking to stir up controversy, who's looking to tear people down, who's looking to try and elevate themselves by bringing somebody else down. I've, I mean, I know I don't have the largest following on social media and I'm actually, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, am I trying to make that better? Yes, I am. But like, at the end of the day, do I lose sleep over the fact that my follower count is whatever number it is? No, I really don't. You know, uh, I've been pretty transparent from the, the get go with this, this, this endeavor is I'm, I'm learning and I'm trying to share what I'm learning, you know, whether, whether it's by failure or by success, but I want to share that. And, and that's why I'm here. I'm not here to tell anybody what they're doing wrong. And I think a lot of you guys will probably, if you've been following me for any point, you know, length of time, if you've been following me on social media or just been hanging around in some of the similar circles in the two A community, I'm not really commenting on too many people's posts trying to tear them down. Hey, it's a dumbass idea. Why the hell would you do that? Hey, you're wrong for this. Hey, that's a pretty, that's a pretty hot take to say this. Um, and guys will, you know, they jump in the comment section because they want to tear down and they want to discredit anybody else that they, they just, they feel like they know more and they don't agree with what you're saying. Or they read it at a glance, they respond quickly and move on you know, and it could be something stupid, you know, I'll never, I'll never forget some of these comments, things like, um, put up a video working just shoulder transitions, you know, and this has recently come back up in a couple other people's posts it was the only reason I think of it, you know, Hey, do you want to be shooting weak hand in a life or death situation or a CQB situation? Well, um, probably not. I don't think we ever want to do anything on our, with our weekend or with our support hand. Um, Obviously, we are better with our dominant hand. That's why it's called our dominant hand, right? And we probably train a hell of a lot more with it. So, our, ex, you know, therefore, our expected outcome, our expected uh, success is is obviously much greater, right? But that's not to say that you shouldn't have that skill set because it may become applicable at some point. Maybe the conditions, the environment, the situation dictate that you need to take an offhand shot off, you know, from a barricaded position or maybe you leave that CQB environment, walk out a door, and then it's a big open field, and then you're, you know, behind cover, and you need to brace and shoot support-handed, or you get shot in the hand. I mean, shit happens. Like, I've never even been in a gunfight, but I've talked to a hell of a lot of guys who have been in a ton. We had Bob Keller on here, who's been in hundreds and hundreds of engagements uh, as a, you know, as a member of the unit, and he said it you know, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know that I ever used it, but I'll tell you what, we never stopped practicing it because if it ever came down to it, you want to be able to do that. You want to be able to produce that fundamental repeatable result with either your dominant hand or your support hand, but guys will get tons of heartburn on the internet. Oh, well, I'll never forget this comment. Well, you're practicing right now with an eleven and a half inch gun, which must mean that you are focusing on c q b practice, which is what you would never you you would never do this there. And I've talked to guys who have said so you know said as much, and it's like, okay, you've talked to two dudes who said that they wouldn't. And if that's the case, then how come you have people who have done so much? right? And GWAT and trained so many people and have found so such a great level of success, both personally, operationally, and, uh, and in training and passing on this knowledge and are referred to as experts in the industry. Why are they all saying that you probably should at least know how to do it? No, I don't think anybody said, no, you definitely, you want to do that, but everyone is saying you should know how to do it. But any these people, Okay. And I don't like to, you know, as a civilian, I don't like to usually just throw around that we should listen to all of the military people, but certainly the ones who've been out there doing it, the ones with like a decade plus of operational experience, I would stop and at least listen to what those, those people have to say. So, because, you know, whomever, you know, that was in law enforcement for five years and they said they would never do it. That doesn't mean a whole lot to me. And I think it's a very closed-minded way of looking at a lot of these subjects. And that's, that's, I think, is a problem, you know, is that we just, we take some things at face value purely because of who said it, and then we run with it. We never, ever look into it, you know. Um, And we let those things erode and degrade these relationships. We have a, a simple disagreement over something dumb, like shoulder transitions, and that's, oh, that there's one check down, you know, that's strike one. Um, you know, or you misinterpret a post, and rather than asking, you know, additional clarifying questions, you just want to try and shit on somebody's day and piss in their Wheaties because you think you know what they're talking about. And I mean, hey, unfortunately, one of the side effects of all this is that communication skills suck now. People are not good at communicating ideas. They are not good at clarifying ideas, uh, and. I, tr- when, you know, and that's part of the reason why I don't really post on a lot of people's, uh, you know, content and things, or um, short of good job, or that looks great, or I like this, or hey, what kind of, you know, what piece of gear is this, or, you know, why'd you do that? I'll ask questions and stuff like that, but um, <clears throat> I'm not going to sit there and tear anyone down, and it's because, in general, I've met a lot of people, great people in this community who are just bad at communicating. They're bad at sharing their idea. I know I actually, I, I'll i be honest with you, I think I do a pretty good job at it. I know I still have room to improve. Now, I do have the benefit of working in a professional industry where I have to be clear and concise and understood. So I get a lot of practice at it. But still, everyone has room to get better. But I still, I, I still really, really believe, you know, people want to take some of this stuff at face value. If they don't understand, they don't ask the question. They just go, they, they go straight to the trigger and, oh, you're wrong. And this is why it's like, well, you, you misunderstood what I was saying. You're trying to take what I'm saying and bend it to fit your narrative and start a fight and start a discussion. And at the end of the day, it's all to blow up your own ego on somebody else's post rather than having a, you know, a. A good discussion and building a friendship, developing those relationships, getting closer to somebody, but we can't see past the personal ego piece of it, and and this stuff, you know, people think it's no big deal. There's those people out there; they feel very empowered by what they say. They feel very empowered by what they do. They are fine with all of it because they've been on social media for X amount of time. They have X amount of followers. They talk to some real dudes or they've attended, you know, four or five classes from some guys or something. And that just makes them an industry expert. That just makes them a subject matter expert. And you can't tell them that they're wrong. Like, I think one of the greatest things that we could do in this community is start to say that we were wrong. Hey, I I stand corrected. Wow, that, that that is different. Yeah, you know you're absolutely right. I'm wrong. Like say that you're wrong. Acknowledge that you're wrong. That I mean it's funny because they're like, I'm not wrong, I'm just less right than you are. And haha, I mean hilarious, and I yeah, I certainly drop that in conversation and stuff too to be funny. But when if you're actually having a conversation with somebody and it's actually over something that you would find value in and is relatively important, I would seriously ask, why? why is it that we can never just say I was wrong? Hey, that's interesting. You're right. I'm going to check that out. Some people do it. Most don't. It's like you get to a certain status point in social media and then, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you're, you you know, you are now infallible and you get enough followers and they'll just jump on your bandwagon and they will defend you re- right, wrong, or otherwise. They will defend whatever you're saying because you have a large following and they like the products that you sell or push or market or whatever and it's just, it gets very toxic, it's super toxic, so I mean, whether it's family, whether it's friends, I think, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't want to sound like a fucking hippie here or anything, but like, why can't we all just be friends, why can't we get along like we used to, it used to be way easier to just get along, we have differences of opinion, and we just, we did, we just had differences of opinion, and then you kind of get along to go along type deal, and that's fine. But at some point we, we lost that and we've allowed ourselves to kind of just tear each other down and tear each other down and things get worse and worse and worse. And at some point, if we don't, if we don't each individually commit to changing how we handle these kinds of situations, how we handle these kinds of scenarios, it's never going to get any better. And that's why I think honestly, the community struggles as much as it does. When we talk about rallying behind causes, things like you know fighting gun control things like second amendment advocacy because you don't like somebody's ideas about it you can't see past that towards the end goal of combating gun control um oh i don't like this organization because they do this and they partner with that person so i i want i only support this organization and that's what it ends up being is 10,000 little lawsuits or 10,000 little arguments to try and stop you know unfortunately, what's become a fairly unified front on the other side, and you lose. And we're starting to win. We're starting to get traction, uh, thankfully, right? I think that's mostly due to the Supreme Court and the fact that we have some level-headed and some conservative-valued judges on on the Supreme Court. Uh, I mean, I I shudder to think what would happen if, you know, they were allowed to pack the Supreme Court, if we were allowed to go from 9 to you know, 15 or something, and they were just allowed to fucking fill the court with liberal justices that would have a field day stripping away all of our rights, all of our freedoms, in the name of the, you know, common sense and greater democracy, which is actually really just code for socialism, uh, spoiler alert, and... I feel like if we can get over some of that stuff, we can make some, we can make less arguments, but larger ones and stronger ones. And I'm not saying you need to back gun policy or, you know, or heritage or whichever one, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that we are so stuck in our opinions and we are so, we're so ingrained that we're right and we're, and you know, more righteous than the next person so you know better and those people are idiots and it's like dude you can't see the forest or the trees like it's creating more problems than it's solving and you feel empowered to continue working this way because of you know how many people liked your post on social fucking media at the end of the day it really doesn't fucking matter whom how many people follow you, uh at some point this whole community, oh well we'll just migrate. You know, we'll leave we used to be all on Facebook. We'll leave Facebook and then we went to Instagram and YouTube. And now they're pushing back and they're they're starting to try and strip away the content on Instagram and, and YouTube. And now everyone's just, oh well, we're gonna move to this other platform. Like, well, no. Um you could stay and try and fight. You could stay and try and you know Uh, Put the content out there, and if you get banned, if you get blocked, if you have issues, create another page and start it all over again. And there's been some some pretty legit people that have done that, but a lot of people, oh no, I'm just gonna run to a different platform because they won't do it here. Like, well, you know, they let you. You know, look at all the other shit they put on these platforms. You got tits and ass all over fucking Instagram. That's fine. Uh, I mean, I've basically been able to come across. You know some pretty some pretty awful shit out there, and that's all fine. It's all fine until it uh, involves a firearm, and that's how you know it's targeted at this community, because that is the source of all problems. They flag it for hate speech and for extremism, but then when you actually have real hate speech and real extremism, it doesn't get flagged because it's coming from the left side. So I think maybe we're looking at the wrong arguments and the wrong battles that were very committed to fighting. Right. And maybe we should kind of take a step back and reevaluate that. And like I said, you know, build these relationships, understand that you don't have to be best friends with everybody, but, you know, build those relationships and strengthen your personal community. You might be surprised at how effective you can be and how much better things can get just by being willing to have those conversations with each other. And like I said, when I started here, you know, it starts with your family those are going to be your first responders. Like, and everyone, well, oh, well, they don't shoot. They don't have gear. Yeah, well, that can mean a lot of different things. You know, first responder in life could be, hey, I got in a car accident. I need help. Hey, um, my wife's going into labor and I'm an hour and a half away working a job. I need somebody to get, get to her. That's probably going to be your fucking family. That's not going to be you know, uh, whatever, fucking LeverAction217 on Instagram, who's eight states away, but it's cool, it's your best friend, because you guys share Instagram content, like, think about this shit, guys, like, really put it into perspective and think about it, and I, you know, and I don't want to sound like I'm getting, maybe I am getting super preachy, it's something that I struggle with. And it's something that I really have made it a goal to try and work through and to try and just accept that people are going to have different opinions. It can be very difficult. Um, I'm not like discrediting that. I totally get it. But if you stop trying, if you give up, then we're completely screwed. Because it's not just you, right? It's not just you giving up. It's you and the other, you know, 50,000 people that feel the same way and have the same situation. And then, you know, there's exponentially larger impacts to that inaction or lack of effort or I mean, whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? It, it has, it carries consequences with it. So um, I hope everybody has the opportunity to spend time with family, have a nice relaxing day today. You can watch some crappy sports or the masters or something right together, uh, you know, hug each other, really talk about how much you love each other, uh, try and repair those relationships and, and be willing, you know, as difficult as it is, be willing to open up for those opportunities for repairing the relationship. Um, you know, I, it takes all kinds and, uh, you have to understand that, if neither person in an argument is willing to concede, then that argument never goes away. And if that's a relationship that you're hoping to repair, hoping to mend, or thinking that maybe at some point in the future could possibly be something better, something greater, it has to start with somebody. Uh, maybe, you know, do some soul searching on it. Um, put the ego aside if you can. And maybe for the greater good of what you're trying to achieve, you're able to move past that and have meaningful, you know, discussions and, and conversations with each other. But that's all I got for you guys. You know, I think it's really important to talk about it, uh, especially as we're, you know, the weather's getting nicer and we'll have more opportunities to get outside and to do things away from screens and, uh, and really try and, you know, rebalance our lives, get some vitamin D. You know the suns are going to be out more. We're going to be able to spend more time outside, recharging. Uh, you know, commit to those lifestyle changes, right? Commit to doing things a little bit differently, a little bit better, and I think we'll all be better for it. But that's all I got for you guys. Um, happy Easter, sincerely from my family to yours. I hope you guys enjoy this Easter holiday, uh, and and really enjoy it for everything that it brings and everything that it means. Uh, We're going to have more great content coming for you guys in the next couple weeks here. Uh, I know this week's episode, I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy. And I'm very, very excited to to put this one together. It's been something that's been in the works for a couple months. We got it scheduled. It's on the books. Very, very excited. And I think you guys are going to dig it too. But until next time, you guys get out there, you work hard, train smarter, and be prepared.